welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate. I'm your host, Anna Olsisi, serial entrepreneur, passionate marketer, and owner at Segway Group. On the podcast, you will find valuable information about all things real estate, plus some fun stories told by a variety of guests. So if you like what you hear, then subscribe and invite any friends who you think may get some value from listening. Welcome everybody. Today's guest is very near and dear to my heart personally because we have been working together now for a few months on a personal project for my home. So I'm very excited to tell everybody about that um, maybe in another episode definitely on social media so we'll touch on that later. But yeah so um, to today's guest she is a just phenomenal designer and her name is Sarah Kane. Uh, she is here in Gainesville with me, but has a robust background in just a lot of work that she's done here in the area, both residential and commercial. The area is very lucky to have her and her skills. And so uh, without further ado, Sarah, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. This is my first official podcast, but I'm really looking forward to doing more. I've heard so much about your podcast, just talking to you and seeing some of what you've done. So this is fun. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're welcome for sure. So, so Sarah, I did a super light introduction. So tell me a little bit about or tell us about yourself, um, like where'd you go to school, where are you from, all that stuff. Great. Okay, sure. Um, well, I am from North Carolina, but have lived here in the Gainesville, Florida area for, gosh, 25 years, longest time I've ever lived in any one place, which is crazy. My background is I have two degrees, one from Wake Forest is my undergraduate degree, and then a master's in interior design from the University of Florida. So go Gators <laughs> for anybody out there <laughs> and go Deeks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I cover it all. And I do both residential, as you said, and commercial design. So, you know, I think I would get bored doing just one thing. So I like to keep it, keep it fresh and, and mix it up a little bit. Our design program at UF is heavily concentrated in commercial interiors. So the residential was something that I just did because I really enjoyed it. It's a, maybe a little bit more intimate than commercial design, although we do more small commercial design projects. And so I'm often working with the, the owners. And so it's a very, still a very um, close knit, intimate kind of project usually talking about what their vision is that they've created. And that's a lot of fun. Other background information, I uh, taught for one year. I think you mentioned that at the University of Florida in their interior design department. It was my first year having my practice. And so I did a little bit of a dual focus, but I really loved doing that and mentoring. I always have at least one student that I'm mentoring, sometimes more than one. And I absolutely love doing that as well. That's wonderful. Yes, I, I love you're another woman who empowers women because I've met the the young women who are at your place. And uh, it's wonderful to see you guiding them and giving them all these opportunities uh, Thank to you. launch their careers. So yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yes, empowering women. That is something that's, um, I think that's part of my why, 
you know, you should go with why. What is, when I started really looking into what my why was, I was raised by a, a single mom. You know, my parents got divorced when I was young. So I think a lot of what I do and really thrive on and enjoy is finding ways to empower women. I love that. That's wonderful. Well, yeah, I'm a big believer in that as well. So, you know, and I like the fact you've raised boys, so you've taught them to empower women and to see a powerful woman. And that's... Which is such a neat little twist there. For some reason, God has me surrounded by men, even though I'm (laughs) all about empowering women. So you're right. It is kind of nice to be able to raise them in that way. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think it goes both ways. You know, you can empower the woman herself, but then you can also empower the, the men who are around her and supporting her. And I think that that's equally important, really. I totally agree with that. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, so there you go. Well, we've, we've digressed about real estate and design, but I think that this was an important thing to touch on because it's March and it's women's, you know, history month and all that. So very appropriate little twist to the conversation right there. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so Sarah, I, as I briefly mentioned um, that we're working or collaborating on something in my personal home, but also my home office. So, hey, maybe this is like a a both residential and commercial-ish all in one. Um, but, (laughs) um, But tell me about, because a lot of people are like, well, are you decorating? And I said, well, oh, sure. Um, but it's design. It's it goes beyond the decoration. And, and a lot of people don't understand the, how, you know, what the difference is there. So tell me a little bit about that. That's a really great question. So I would say on, you know, the just the easy answer would be decorating tends to be focused on just the, the surfaces, mm-hmm. it, not as much into the architecture and into, you know, how you develop something that is more in the built architecture. And that's such an important part of, I think, everything that that we do uh, as an interior designer, then the degree that we, you know, we go through years of, of training mm-hmm. and we also have to uh, work for so long, you know, in the profession under a, either a licensed architect or designer before you can get your license. And all of that has to do with really honing your skills and understanding more than just the surfaces of, uh, surfaces are important, obviously, you know, we want everything to come together and be cohesive. But um, but I always start from the actual architecture of a space and that can have anything. We can do anything within the interior, the non load bearing walls. We can remove those. We can modify those in many different ways. And then, of course, as we've seen in your home, Mm -hmm. we are really and, and this is something that's fun to do, really going in and changing the whole feel of the space just by really going in the individual spaces, I like to look around and think, you know, gosh, what would really make this elevated so that it's more functional for you and also fits your lifestyle and fits your personality. So to me, it's almost like coming in and making your home be all about Anna, right? (laughs) When you come in, someone who doesn't know you should be able to walk in and feel like they know you. Right. And so that's something that that I try to do with any client, whether it's commercial or residential. Tell the story in mm-hmm. your space. 
I like that. Tell the story in your space. Yeah, because so often people focus so much on the actual architecture, like like the load-bearing walls and this and that and how it's going to look, you know, the facade's going to be and where the stairs are and all that. But then you have to work with, you know, how that's all going to look and work for the person or the people who are going to be in those spaces. So it's such a marriage between architecture and then the interior design portion of it, which... The detailing, all the details that go into it. Right, right. You know, and I I like that you said that a lot of the businesses, even if they're commercial, you do work with what what their dreams are and what they want. Not only is that very Gainesville anyway, because we're all like about getting along and, you know, we work and everything's (laughs) small, even if it's big. But yeah, you know, I, I know that I've seen... And I won't say who the client is because that might be confidential. But when I've been there, I've seen that you're doing some stuff for a particular client here in town who's building a brand new building and it's super cool. And I've seen pictures of you on the outside of the building and everything. And the fact that your interior stuff is going on simultaneously with the exterior build, you know, with bones that are going up really says something about how they're going to make that space go with the design and vice versa. Exactly. There's that to me for, and and this goes with companies, you can see it and touch it and feel it and understand it so well with a company, but it's the same for an individual. I think that whatever is signature to you, there should be a common thread that goes through everything in that, right? So if you think about as a company, you think about the apples of the world. Mm -hmm. So everything they have from the the building that houses their, their products, the team that they have that works there, what the product packaging and the product, how it works, everything, their letterhead, everything has that kind of common thread that runs through it. And when you have that kind of support mechanism where every part of it supports the whole and the the idea of their concept Mm -hmm. and who they are as a company or who you are as an individual, it just elevates everything to a different level. And I think that that is really what my goal is always is to find out as much as I can about my client and then just bring that to life in their what they're surrounded with their building that particular client you mentioned and we do this a lot too um it's a a commercial project but the exterior we actually made some modifications and we worked with the architects on on developing that and uh and so that's exciting as well when we can get involved with a project at that level from the beginning conception all the way through definitely and would you say that how often do you have the opportunity to do that is to actually work with people from that first spark i guess when they're like i want a building (laughs) And what are we going to do with it? You know, it's funny. It's very organic the way that that will come together. Um, We love it when we are introduced to the project from its initial conception, you know, where we're really doing the ideation of, of, you know, what is it we're building? What are we going to, what are our objectives? And nothing has been done. Nothing's been put on paper yet. That's really fun. A lot of times, though, we will have, we'll be brought in, you know, after there have been some initial designs done by a builder, um, in the case of residential, and then we can come in and work with our clients on making any modifications that make sense. You know, a lot of the builders here in town, they're wonderful builders here. A lot of them, though, will work off 
a set of architectural plans that are sort of a base plan, if you will. Right. And they oftentimes will name the different, this is the Allen plan. And, you know, and, and so yeah. you can select the plan that fits you the best and then make modifications off of that. Right. So that conversation, I think, is such an important one to really um, try to hone in on how you'll use the space mm-hmm. so that you know how you want to access the space, you know, how those doors will operate. Will you be in and out? Will you do you like to keep your doors open? And so you want to have this really strong connection between interior and exterior, which we love to do in Florida, but not everyone oh, yeah. likes the the temperature change <laughs> with all the. AC going out like that. Other people don't care. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, what do you have that you need to um, provide storage for? Do we need to have storage for, you know, things in the media center? And do we, does someone like to do crafts? Do you need to have an area that's, that's going to, that's going to support you for that, whatever it might be. So it depends on when we get, we love to get involved really early on because it's, actually more economical for everyone since oftentimes we'll end up making changes to something if the sooner you do that the better before things get too cemented so um yep (laughs) yep yep i would i would have liked to have some stuff (laughs) yeah i've been in my house for a long time so i guess you know just now we're making some modifications but it would have been nice to have done that from the get-go but is it, we didn't even we didn't even design our house so you know but but I like to suggest that to people who are designing their house from scratch is just like make sure it works for you and and I'm sure that you envision people walking through their homes and sitting down at a particular chair in a spot and what will that be you know oftentimes they don't you don't think of that you're so stressed from building the house or Whatever. It's true. And I think one of the layers that really um, we try to do early on when we get involved in a new build is decide what kind of furniture you want. Where do you sit? That's a great comment. You know, when you're, let's say, what are, what are your activities? Do you watch football, gator football? Do you, right. do you have friends over for wine and cheese? Uh, which I know you're famous for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fabulous person. But so how do you entertain? And then we put, we we scale and put furniture in the spaces because the last thing you want to do is build a house and then you go to move your furniture and it doesn't fit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Kind of sounds like (laughs) a nightmare after you spent all the money on it. I know. And you fell in love with it. Sometimes that happens and we get brought in at the end of a project and they want a particular layout of furniture and it doesn't work all that well. So, you know, it's rare, but it does happen. And I always feel terrible for them because it's like, well, we could just, well, and we always have solutions. Mm-hmm. We can modify the, what your vision was. But so hopefully early on the project, you're, you're making sure that that's all working for you. For sure. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about, um, so give me a, a day in the life of Sarah. Like, what is a day in the life of a designer? Because people think, you know, you're probably just like looking through magazines and going to pick out fabric swatches. And it is so much more than that. I know that. So <laughs> just, you know, a regular yes, day. Yes, <laughs> a regular day. So a regular day can 
we love it when we are doing the, the the fun things, right? When we're we're picking up the fabrics and the finishes and all the pretty things, and that's very important to what we do for for sure. But there are so many other things that are involved. As you say, um, we might be doing some floor plan, some space planning. Uh, we have team meetings where we discuss and we we have great conversations about concept development and sharing of ideas. One of the things I love about my team is. I feel like I'm a very creative person and I have lots of great ideas. But if we were all three standing around a room together in a circle, let's say, and with an object in the middle, and we all described what that object looked like, we would see it in a slightly different way, wouldn't we? Because mm-hmm. you have a different vantage point. And so I love having in the beginning of our project sort of this group share and just concept throwing out ideas. And so I'll usually have my team bring um, images. We'll talk about, I'll talk about the concept and what we're going for and the clients and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and what they love and all of that. And then we'll, we'll break apart and we all do some great like image search, concept search, and we come and share. And it's just so fun. That to me is one of the, the fun, fun parts of the project because you know, there might be some slightly different takes on things that I haven't considered. And I love to get all that information in before we start, you know, narrowing it down. So we may have a a project concept meeting with the team where we're doing that. Uh, We also do space planning. We're checking inventory on items that our clients love to make sure that we can actually make that happen. We might be doing drawings on the computer usually or hand sketches you know, designing, designing feature walls or, or special pieces that we're going to add in, um, going on site to walk the site, whether it's an electrical walkthrough or checking the tile with the, the tile setter. It's varied meeting with clients to talk through any details of their project, going through submittals, like on the commercial end of things, uh, we have a project right now that is really getting to the nitty gritty. Now they've they've got all the walls up and they're starting to get all the submittals for all the details, every faucet that we've specified, any sink, any countertop, any cabinet, the door hardware that goes on the cabinet, the paint color that goes on the wall, the t- tile that goes on the floor. All of that has to go through a pretty extensive process from me to the architect, to the builder, to the subcontractor who has to send it in a paperwork form back to me. And then we go item by item by item. So we have to pull each tile out and check the numbers wow. and pull all the grouts out and double check them. So that uh, measure twice, cut once. Yeah. It's, it's almost like measure thrice, right. <laughs> cut once. Yeah. So, you know, numbers can get transposed and there's just so many many details there's thousands of details in any one project that we're designing and then once you design it you specify it and then once they get it you have to check it my gosh so so that's just a a variety of things you know today we had a wonderful break we had um Mirror Mosaic, one of our great tile companies that we love to use, came by and showed us some of the new tiles they have. So that's always fun. Of course. Well, there's you have to have fun too. You can't just be yeah. all like <laughs> checking tile and this and that. But, but it's a lot. And I'm glad you said all of that because 
that's why I said the whole decorator versus designer. We have to distinguish between the two because, okay, so I am the equivalent of a for sale by owner person, right? So, like with this project that I'm about to talk about. So I did my own bathroom. I didn't do everything that you just said because it was just me and I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Um, but I went and I picked out tile and I picked out faucets and I picked out this and that and the other. And it was a nightmare to do because, I mean, I had I had a contractor who was okay and everything. He was kind of overseeing stuff, but I had to go that extra step to oversee what he was overseeing and to make sure that the things were in, the tiles didn't come in right, this and the other. You know, it was a lot of stress and probably more expense then, it, or at least because my time is valuable, then if I had had a professional just take over and do it all and make sure everything was done perfectly in a much shorter amount of time. And so the reason I say it's like a for sale by owner, it's because, yeah, you think it's easy to do it on your own, but that costs money and expertise and, you know, negotiation and all that stuff. It's It's, it's just... It's the same situation, really. And so now I learned my lesson. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you're doing the other things. And so, wow. yeah, yeah. This was like three years ago. Um, but yes, um, so that, that lesson was very painfully learned. So I think that that's the value is somebody who really knows what they're – that's why you have to have a, a license versus somebody who – Yeah. And, and also when you, especially when you're working in commercial, I mean, you have a lot of ADA requirements that you have to have knowledge about. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. And uh, because, you know, that's pretty important. That's super important. <laughs> yeah. yeah Maybe problem. not as important in residential unless you have issues, uh, you know, aging in place and that sort of thing that you want sure. to, to do. But yes, I, there is a great distinction. I'm glad you made it between a do-it-yourselfer and somebody who wants more of a turnkey situation mm-hmm. you know you when you do it yourself you 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 may be able to save some money in certain areas for for sure but there's a cost to that savings and that you're bearing and I think a lot of times maybe you don't realize it until you get right in the thick mm-hmm. of it and then you're and then it sort of can not always work out great but uh, you know turnkey is really what wonderful clients that I have are typically people who value their time more than the cost to pay someone else to make it easy for them, kind of that easy button, if you will. Right. So we come in and, you know, one of the things that I think can set us apart, not that every designer doesn't do this, but I love to make it a fun process for my clients. So I think it should be fun. I mean, usually people have thought about doing things for years before they do it. Yeah. And finally getting to do it can be really exciting. So we try to take the stress away. So if there's a stress you feel, let let us bear that instead of you worrying about it. And then, you know, even with all of the, the a lot of the projects, we will also furnish and we receive everything. So you're not, well, we want to deliver that lamp. Will you be home between 10 and 12 right. <laughs> or 10 and 4? Exactly. <laughs> we'll be there sometime yeah. in that window. Exactly. And then tomorrow it's going to be another piece. And then the next day it'll be another piece. And all of a sudden you can't leave the house because you can't even get bread. Exactly. Exactly. You know, even though they deliver everything nowadays, but (laughs) you want to leave, you want to leave your house as much as you possibly can leave your house nowadays. I will say nowadays, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But still, even if, you know, even if not, then 
what if somebody doesn't check it when it comes and then there's something wrong with it and all of that. And that's, you know, what you know what to look for and to make sure you have relationships with the vendors as well, I'm sure. And probably see the same FedEx person 30 times a day and, you know, all (laughs) all that. So it's so much more work than people really imagine. And it's so crucial, just the home – the home design, I don't mean the interior just of the home, but the whole home design. And, and this is really an important thing for people who are building from scratch, custom building. So many people are custom building nowadays um, because they want these dream homes. If you're going to be in it, you might as well love it. And I know you've been busy. Especially after lo- the year we had, right? Right, right. You know, <laughs> this and, past year. Exactly. This past year, it's just been... I feel terrible for people who have had spaces that they don't love and that they're not comfortable in. And I know that your business probably has been doing really well because folks are doing exactly what I'm doing and finally just putting their money into making their environment as beautiful and as comfortable as possible. Because if this is your space, you have to love it. Um, and it's your vacation. Yeah, exactly. That's it's true. We should. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, it is very, very important. I, I know we're, we now actually have a mutual client uh, who is building and we actually did the, a lot of it without you. And now in hindsight, I wish you would have been involved a little bit more had I known at the beginning of the process when we were actually laying out the spaces and all that. Just so the listeners know, I'm working with someone who is custom building a home and the builder does use Sarah for the design work, but I did do a lot of the stuff on the front end just with the client themselves. <laughs> and and we went through like some, like the way their house should be laid out, yada, yada. And, and I, I think it would have been really valuable to have you there as well, uh, right from the beginning. But I'm sure it's going to be Thank beautiful you. regardless. It's, it's actually stunning home so very excited about that yeah but yeah yeah and so (laughs) I'm excited about everything that you're going to help them achieve you know in terms of the interior and everything um so tell me what have if you have any I'm guessing we all do um challenges that you faced throughout it could be your whole career or even recently Oh, good question. Uh, well, you know, I think that anything that's worth doing is going to have some challenges. There's, it seems like there's always obstacles to the things that we really want to do, but that's, uh, that just makes them that, that more special. I think when you actually have, um, you know, when it takes a little bit of effort to get anything, um, the last year has been really challenging. I think for everyone in a number of different ways, and you're right. I mean, there have been so many, um, we, we stay very busy. I'm lucky to say, uh, we typically have a wait list for the uh, projects that we're doing, but this last year it is, you know, definitely everyone really wants to do something <laughs> so that they can make their homes <laughs> now that they've been sitting in their homes for day after day after day, yeah. looking around going, wow, really? <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> it wasn't so bad when I just would get up and go to work and then come home, have dinner, see it and go to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so that's been, that's been great. And I'm so happy to see people really embracing their spaces um, our challenge has been, you know, trying to do that through Zoom, which mm-hmm. oh, yeah. is doable, mm-hmm. but challenging. Sure. So that that little bit of a separation between us and our clients, mask wearing is something that we do a lot of and we do meet with masks and sort of distancing ourselves to keep everybody safe. But 
that's definitely been a, a little bit of a of a challenge that we faced, but one that I think will just be stronger from when we evolve out of <laughs> all of the COVID related things we're dealing with. We are all going to appreciate life so much more, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Little I mean, things. By leaps and bounds. Traveling. Oh, my gosh. I've never wanted to travel more than I have wanted to travel this past year. <laughs> so. I so agree. And I think Gainesville, I think Gainesville such a great community. And we oh, love yeah. it here. But uh, we've always kind of said lightheartedly that the key to really loving Gainesville is to travel so that you can come home and go, oh, yes, this is where I love. I love it. That's so funny. (laughs) I say the same thing. I tell people the same thing. We're relocating here. And yeah, yeah. It's just you do travel and you want to get away and then you can't wait to come back. So, right. yeah, I think it's funny that you said that. I, I didn't put her up to that, by the way. I, she, she said that independently without my saying anything. This is why we get along so well. We see things in so similar ways. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, and, and despite loving Gainesville, um, my plan is to move to Italy maybe one day, you know. 10 years from we've now talked about that so little common talked. thread we have too. Exactly. <laughs> we are similar, similar in so many ways. And for me, you know, really, I love to go. I, I will typically go two or three times a year to different markets mm-hmm. to see the newest fabric lines and to see the newest design trends and just to be in a design centric space mm-hmm. with other designers is reviving. There's something about it that is just such a wonderful thing to do. And typically I'll do a trip in the fall and a trip in the spring and occasionally an additional trip. Mm-hmm. So we haven't done that now yeah. in oh, a year and a half. Oh goodness, yeah. And I am just so ready to mm. be able to to do that. So that that'll be very exciting. We'll yes. be looking forward to doing that next summer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, okay, so with everything that's been going on, you, you did talk about some ways that your business has had to adapt to deal with all of this. So other than traveling, what are you looking forward to the most for when life gets back to more or less normal, to pre-COVID? I think that the travel is certainly a big one, but I think some of the other things that we've really experienced and, and they've been super challenging is that they're in the entire world is going through this pandemic. So it's not just, you know, a hurricane came through and it's causing issues, you know, in certain areas that it's hit because it's the entire world. And what we do is very global. Um, We have resources all over the world that we utilize for projects. And, and even if a product, even if a product isn't coming from overseas, there might be a part of it that did. Yeah. So the supply chain being broken in the way that devastatingly that it has been has caused a whole nother layer of issues and challenges just in tracking things and keeping, oh, yeah. you know, we, we, we every week, sometimes several times a week, we're checking on all the items that we've ordered to make sure they're still on track. Um, and so that we can try to coordinate when we'll be receiving everything so that we know when we can install things. As a matter of fact, I was just reading something about foam, of all things, <laughs> foam. foam, which goes yeah. in cushions in anything, any mm-hmm. kind of an upholstery piece, Sure, comes out of the petroleum. Um, there is a petroleum product in a lot of foam. And all of the 
the issues that they had with storms in Texas has really shut down the phone production. Wow. In some cases, some of the larger plants for a month were down. And you can imagine how that disrupts the supply to all these companies that are using those products. And so, you know, so that one little, that's one little example of how Mm. things can get a little out of whack. (laughs) So I'll be happy when things get back to normal where we can just order something and we, (laughs) we know pretty much how long it's going to take and we don't get phone calls or emails that oh, we're going to have to reselect that. That's, you know, we can't get that one little piece anymore. So we're going to have to reselect everything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I may not get a couch. <laughs> actually, your, it's my your, sofa. Your, 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 your furniture is uh, doing actually pretty well. Woo. I have almost all of your pieces of furniture. I think most of them are already like right. finished up. What here? Here you I am being selfish and self-centered during the. <laughs> I'm like my stuff. <laughs> so woo, yay! Um, but yes, yes. But you know, in in all seriousness, I I just can't imagine. You know, that's a that's a lot of stress and anxiety on your part, probably because they're depending on you, the, the clients. And, right. and all the fingers are pointed at you when you have nothing to do with it and it's the supply chain. Yes. So kudos <laughs> to you for handling it with grace. And You're sweet. Thank you for that. Uh, it, it, what are you going to do, really? You know, it's it's just the way things are right now. And, and then throw in a storm or something like that. And then that's like a double whammy. So unbelievable but never a dull moment (laughs) and there is never a dull moment and that oh like real estate there is never a dull moment in that either so (laughs) it's very exciting you know (laughs) they're good careers it's they're good things to do so I appreciate it but um very interesting well Sarah this is has been so cool like I just listening to some of the stuff that you do and and I do you know want to emphasize the difference between a decorator and a designer and this is in no way you know, I'm not saying that because I'm a, I'm against the decorators. I think decorators are very, very, they're great. I know some phenomenal sure. decorators, some phenomenal people who, who do a lot on very, very tight budgets. And, you know, it's not design, but it's certainly decoration and, you know, and, and very minor staging and stuff like that, which we didn't even touch on staging. But, you know, we can, I guess, talk about it at, on, in another episode because I know you, you do that sure. as well. We and could do a whole so, staging episode. We, we can do, give pointers and tips for people who are staging themselves for that That's matter. right. Well, that's right. You know, there, there, there are many ways of staging. You, you work with somebody to do a whole house. You work with somebody to do pieces in your house. You get advice and you do it yourself. There are a lot of, I, I know that the ones that look the best are the ones that are not DIYs necessarily, but you know, every now and then somebody really, you know, somebody really kills it every now and then and they do a really great job. I've got something coming up, you know, that's, that they need not do anything to their home. It is ready to list. And that's so, terrific. you know, c- congratulations to them, but you don't always find that. So designers are very much um, necessary in the home building buying process and then of course remodeling process yeah absolutely is there anything that i didn't talk about that you wanted to touch on well i think that uh, one tip that i will have for anyone who's listening when they're contemplating their own home and you know whether or not they want to use a designer or not when they're just trying to create a vision 
-hmm. I think that's a big thing that um, you know, hear about trends and, you know, we, we went the whole, and I guess we're still kind of going through the whole farmhouse trend yes. where people are really gravitating to that one particular direction because they've seen it a lot. And it's so it feels comfortable. And I think that trends are great. Trends mm -hmm. are wonderful. But my advice to anyone is choose the trend that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. Because if let's say, for example, uh, the color of the year is bronze. Sherwin Williams color of the year is bronze. Fabulous. Do you love bronze? Oh, my goodness. Let's go use it. <laughs> if you don't, then don't use yeah. it. Right. So don't worry so much about what's on trend. That's great. And it's nice to be up to date. And it's nice to keep track of kind of what's happening in the world. But really what we want to do, I think, you should surround yourself with the things you love, mm -hmm. the things that bring you joy. And surely after this year, we could all use a little bit of joy. So think about the things that you absolutely love and then think about ways you can incorporate that. And that could be a simple, and to me, that's kind of goes in line with, I know you are all about luxury and uh, so am I. And I think luxury, we've been talking a lot about what does luxury mean to you? And to me, I think luxury is about how do I elevate my experience doing anything? Mm -hmm. And it can be anything. It's just a matter of elevating your experience. And, you know, you can pay a lot of money to have products that are considered luxury. Mm -hmm. And typically what they're doing is elevating the experience, right? You know, sure. if it's clothing, it makes you feel more polished, feel more confident. But in your home thinking about how you experience your home or things that bring you joy. For example, I love my morning coffee. <laughs> so <laughs> I have my own special routine that makes me feel good first thing in the morning with my coffee. Perfect. And I will do things that bring me extra joy. Like I have a, a, a silver spoon that my mother gave me Aww. and I use it for my morning coffee every morning. It's actually in a drawer with the little cute little napkins that I, I put out a napkin, a little saucer. I, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I have my little cinnamon. I have all, all the things that, that I need to use. But for me, I try to just elevate the experience of doing it in little ways that makes that. it more special for me. So if we could do that for ourselves, I think that that to me is, you know, give yourself a little something special. It's like a little a little extra hug for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I do love Couldn't that. Can we all use that? <laughs> we sure could. Yes, without a doubt. So I, but I absolutely love that. That is, that's exactly, that's my philosophy on everything, which is why we say, you know, luxury. And that goes with my new brokerage, which I love that um, Engel Fulker says luxury is a service, not a price point. It's it's how that's you right. provide the service. And, and then it's also in my opinion, it's also luxury is an experience. It's how you, it's how you approach anything and it which is. is what you were just saying. So yeah, yeah. Just if you want wine at night, it could be the cheapest wine in the world and the cheapest, you know, but I like stem glasses and I light a candle and there you go. It could be a little exactly. itty bitty votive from Ikea. It's just the matter of setting the mood for yourself, not for anyone else. Absolutely. Do yeah. that for ourselves. Empower ourselves, all you women out there, and that's any right. men. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Any men that's 
<laughs> love it. Love it. Well, on that note, I think we are going to go ahead and wrap it up, but I will have Sarah back on. We're going to talk about staging. Maybe we'll even talk about ways to have luxury experiences and design and uh, just, you know. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Now we have all these other ideas. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Sarah, for taking time from your, I know, busy schedule to be a guest. And I look forward thank to having you. you. I of course, I look forward to having you on again. And thanks, everybody. Go live a luxurious lifestyle. It's all about the experiences and it's all about how you design your own life. So with that, have Beautiful. a wonderful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. If you like what you hear and want to learn more about real estate and hear the occasional funny story, then hit that subscribe button right now. And if you know of someone who'd benefit from listening, then tell them to subscribe too, or else they may feel a little left out. For questions, topic suggestions, or nice comments, send an email to Anna at SegwayRE.com. We can also connect on Facebook at SegwayRE. Thanks for listening as we bring you a new way of doing real estate. Bye!